Hi, guys. It's Nicole Amy Schreiber. And Jessica Michelle Singleton. And we want to promote some amazing people today. We absolutely do. Particularly a man by the name of Ron Funches. You probably already know him. You probably already love him. But in case you live under a rock and have not heard from this hilarious man, he is a comedian here in Los Angeles and he's tours worldwide. So he's not just in Los Angeles, but he has an amazing podcast called the getting better podcast. He also has a new show coming to Quibi called uh, nice one. He's going to be the host of it. So watch that. Yeah. It's a perfect name. Cause he's a perfectly nice. Nice is an understatement for no, he's the physical manifestation of kindness and joy. Yeah. He's a uh, human sunshine. He's human sunshine. He is, he is the, uh, uh, Labrador, like it's just a happy, a happy golden retriever Labrador of a human being. Like that's, like, I love that you equate all people to dogs. <laughs> I have to equate all people to dogs. It's the only way I see the world. He's amazing. He's super funny and just a delight. You want to get some happy, delightful joy into your ears. Go check out getting better with Ron Funches. And it's insightful too. It's not just joy. You're going to learn something. So tune in to Mr. Funches. Hello. And welcome to... To... Filthy. Nerds. Because we're filthy. And I'm adjusting the camera. We're nerds. You guys are not seeing any of this because who the fuck watches anything on And there's YouTube? two of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's also a thing. But, Math. Math. But Who I mean, how us? many of us are there really? Does anyone know? Do we have alternate selves in a parallel universe? Are you having an existential crisis? Yeah. Every moment of my life. I feel like you've been filling out too many graduate school applications. Yeah. You guys, Jessica Michelle's decided she potentially might go to grad school. If I don't keep giving up on applications. Listen. Listen, one of the applications today asked her what her t-shirt size was. So I was like, this is not a good university. And that's probably the only one I'll get into. So pretty still get a t-shirt. red flag that it's not a great school. Well, if they're like, please wear our t-shirt. No one's heard of us. You're like, do you On like red flags? application. They ask your t-shirt size. That's crazy. Do they send you your acceptance or rejection in the form of a t-shirt? Yeah. It just says, I did not get into... California Baptist it's University. It's like the t-shirts that from the losing team of a world series that like go to Africa. Oh my God. Is that? Yeah. Do you know that that happens? Yeah, I know. They pre-make all the shirts and the yeah. kids in Africa just, but it's. They're in an alternate universe where all the losers are winners. But also like, yeah, I guess those t-shirts aren't going to countries where people are probably regularly on, on the internet. And I'm like, yeah. don't they know now the internet? And it's like, okay, if you have the yeah, internet, they don't you can even buy have a water shirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm okay on that note before we start because we I'm fucking we're having a quick bitch yeah we're gonna keep it quick this is a short up top personal statements for college for grad school why why do you need a fucking letter of why does it have to be some profound thought it's like yeah no clearly I need other options yeah I've hit the end of the road with my marketability in the market yeah, it's like my job is at a halt right now. Am I going to be fine when it comes back? Probably, but I'm not doing well yeah. sitting here waiting. It's like, I mean, this this one asked me to say what my purpose is. And it's like, yeah, if I knew that, I wouldn't be spending thousands of dollars on grad school. Yeah, I'm paying you to give me a purpose. You tell me my purpose. You tell me what I'm supposed to do. That That anyone has to put so much energy in crafting this letter like that I have to get oh universities in general oh I'm pissed that I have to get you to accept me to give you money yeah 
that I need to impress you so I can pay you tens of thousands of dollars. Our college system is a fucking obnoxious. By the way, by the way, I don't understand why you're going to grad school when you haven't, haven't even finished off paying your undergrad. Listen, I don't have any money. I'm banking on getting a rogue scholarship. I'm not going to get that. I'm just clearly... I don't know what to do. And anything I think I might want to do, you can't do without a license. You guys, she wants to go back to school for psychology. Yeah. She wants to be a therapist. This woman mm-hmm. who does act outs of fucking stools. Yeah. That could be gross in a different way. Uh, wants to help the minds of America heal. Yeah. She's Listen. doing laughter therapy. I think it's a good idea. There have been studies done on the healing properties of laughter. Why can't we find a way to bring that into a type of actual? I don't know what the it's therapy called comedy would look clubs. Like. It's called comedy clubs. Yeah. Are you sad? Do you need to laugh? Go to a comedy club. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've read the what? news. What the Nicole? news? They're closed. What? You're telling me there's no comedy clubs? Not a one. Well, there's some, and they are gonna kill everyone yeah. if they keep staying open. And also, I. I don't know. I'm interested in like maybe psychedelic therapy. Yeah. And how, I mean, in theory, I'm like, I could just do a bunch of mushrooms and then just decide I'm a shaman. That's yeah. what half of the self-help life yeah. coaches on Instagram. Just, it's just lie someone and who say you have a trust fund. That's what most shamans do. Okay. I, I'd get away with lying about a degree quicker than I would get away with lying about a trust what fund. What about, it's Look not believable. Me. No one thinks I'm hiding a bunch of money. You, you actually are. That's the funny part. No, I'm hiding a very small amount of money in a dictionary as a savings plan. And, and also, also to, in my Venmo. Yeah. And also to keep my undergrad student loans from taking my Garnishing money. her wages. So am I making the wrong choice in spending time applying for? Yes. Yes. But you know what? It's great for material because here we are. <sighs> I bet I won't even get a t-shirt from that university well a new t-shirt to sleep in that's great um all right well listen i don't know where to go with this information that was our quick bitch we're gonna we're gonna pause and we'll be back with our movie review we are back it's movie talk time we watched prisoner of azkaban the third one Mm -hmm. live watch with our patrons Mm -hmm. if you are interested in doing that patreon.com slash two filthy nerds we all hit play at the same time so we're not streaming it to you because we don't have the fucking devices but yeah i really i really hope we get to that point where we can just do that for you guys that would be great i don't know the legalities of that and frankly i don't care the world's on fire we're dying are we i don't know but we have a side chat going throughout the movie and it's really fun everyone's cracking jokes it's great Everybody talks shit. I don't because I'm deeply focused on the movie trying to keep track of what's new, which is pretty much everything because I've never seen the movies and I'm new to the books. So So, uh, it's a good time. So if you're interested in that, again, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds, the word two, T-W-O, filthy nerds. And uh, we have three different levels and you can also be entered to a cool grand grand prize. I can't wait for this fucking grand prize. I mean, me too. Assuming that the world doesn't completely close down for the rest of eternity. So, uh, this movie. Yeah. Almost as good as the book. It was close. The book is better by a hair. I would say the closest of the movies we've seen. Yeah. Nothing will ever compare to the book for no, me, though. The book always wins. No, it's the book just, always wins. It just has so many details. Yeah, you just can't capture anything. You and can't. then 
And, you know, there's some things that you'll see in movies where it meets your expectation of what you imagine, but then some things just fall short. I, I feel like the overall tone of this movie captured the tone of the book. Yes. And this is a thing I think we've talked about before, but the last two movies, which were a different director, by the way, so they had brought in a new director by the third one, weren't as... Sophisticated. Yeah. They were kind of like very clearly trying to make movies for kids. Yeah. And granted, the books are for kids. For kids. But at this point in the books, it's getting a little more uh, grown up. It's getting a little dark. Yeah. And I think the tone needs to reflect that. And I think they really nailed it. I think it was a perfect amount of, um, you know, childlike wonder. But also, yeah. But also kind of a darkness that satisfies, you know, sad adults. And also just comes with the territory of like the reality is if you're getting dragged away by a fucking crazy dog, that's not a happy go lucky kid thing. Yeah. It also shouldn't be framed as like, ooh, this is silly. The book, he shatters his fucking leg. Yeah. I was wondering if they were going to show that. In the I movie, they didn't do that. No, he just gets dragged away. He just gets dragged away. I think they lighten that load a little bit. And which, also it just makes him laying in bed look so lazy. And that's yeah. at the end when they're like, we'll He's go like, without yeah. you. Yeah. He's like, your leg's fine. Like, walk it off. Yeah. Uh, anywho, so here are some things that I wrote down that were not present, that they left out. Yeah. Um, I, I said that they were going to leave out a good chunk at the beginning um, with did. the interaction with Large Marge, um, which happened. But um, they didn't have a scene where they talk about the escape convict. No. So Sirius Black did not exist to the muggle world, where if you remember at the beginning of the books... He's on Muggle News is how big this is that Cornelius Black had gone to the Muggle yeah. Prime Minister, which is not a thing that they usually like to do, do yeah. in the wizarding community. He got a lot of flack for it in the book. And that, I guess, just didn't happen yeah. in the movie. And which I, I was bummed out because I wanted to see the two worlds kind of colliding. You know, I wanted to. It adds that extra layer of this is how truly dangerous this yeah. guy is. And also it melding over into the world then has the tie-in at the end of the book where he goes, hey, by the way, that escaped convict is mine. Yeah, so where is his, why Why would his, um, the Dursley is, why would Mr. Dursley have any sort of fear against a convict? That he's like, sure, yeah. He's I'm, like, what? I've never heard of a convict that's like, escaped uh, anywhere. It's like, oh, just a general escaped convict? Sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. wizard world? Right, crazy. So it's like, how high are the stakes there, you know? Exactly. Um, and I, I did think that, like, it makes sense they moved along in the beginning, but they just didn't really set the tone for who... Aunt Marge was. It kind of almost felt like that was out of nowhere. Yeah. Which makes Harry look a little bit more like a dick. Yeah. It made Harry seem like a dick. But I mean, she still deserved it. And I also liked in the book how the, uh, Mr. Dursley like prepared Harry Potter for like what was going to go on when she got there, which we didn't see here. And I knew they weren't going to do that because it was just too much, too much exposition and, and it doesn't matter enough, but it's just, again, one of the reasons why the book's better than the movie, because it's just, it's got more layers. It's got more flavor. Um, and also, you know, he ends up finding about the escape convict when he's on the night bus. Yeah. Instead of beforehand, instead of beforehand. he sees him in a paper, which also, why does he care so much? And that's what was interesting to me. Yeah. He goes, who's that guy? I guess because it's a criminal and he's, yeah. a, you know, a 13 year old kid. You go yeah. like, who's that? But I just was thinking of myself as a 13 year old. Yeah. I would never have seen I mean, an adult. I would never have seen reading the newspaper. Exactly. Losers read the, my grandpa read the newspaper. Like, and this young pimply kid, Stan. Wait, is it Stan? Yeah. Was oh, and then there was the, j- there was a Jamaican head hanging oh, yeah. in the bus. Okay. What? So the driver 
was like blind. He had these huge glasses. And then there's like a Jamaican shrunken head. Yeah. Like a Beetlejuice head. Like whose idea was that? That they're like, we've got to wizard it up. Let's get this probably a voodoo like piece of voodoo equipment. yeah that's so like new orleans voodoo like a voodoo doll head from yeah, new that orleans it's like, now that you're you're just inserting another culture into this granted it's a made-up wizarding culture yeah. but it's like seems to be predominantly well no it seemed like a relatively diverse cast in this one yeah at at the school as far as the background extras and stuff but yeah it's like british this is this is british ghosts i mean yeah. excuse me wizards wizards well, the the head thing was interesting. Also, um, when they when he gets picked up, I don't know about you because I don't know what you kind of picture. Oh, and he never saw the dog before he got picked up. He does. He sees him, but he's across the street and it's like lighter out. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember that. And I in the book, I pictured. I can't even really picture anything in my head. It's more like I understand the concept, but the way I read it was like, like it was dark. Yeah. And he just sees eyes. Yeah, that's you know? how I saw it. And, and it this was, was very kind light. Of like not the end of the night. Yeah. It wasn't the middle of the night. It, it was, was like dawn. Dusk. dusk, dusk, dawn, whatever. Day what does a day even mean? What is a day? What is what anything? Is what is a purpose? What is a purpose really? What is um, anyone's purpose really? Which by the way, if you're wondering, yeah, that was how I started an essay to a college. That she wants to go and to. And I submitted it. Yeah. So Did you already submit it? Yeah. Oh my god. It was that easy, which is telling. Um I'm okay, not get in. so when he gets to the leaky cauldron, first of all, I don't even remember him requesting to go to the leaky cauldron. I think he just ended up there in the book. I think he says Diagon Alley. Okay, so but then... But that's the entrance to Diagon Alley. Yeah, so he gets to the leaky cauldron, and in the book, he's greeted by Fudge. In the movie, he's greeted by no one. Or no, he's greeted by... Uh, Tom, who runs it, who is an interesting little character. Yeah. Like, he's got, like, a hunchback. He kind of yeah. looks like Uncle Fester. Yeah, he had he, an Uncle Fester vibe, for sure. Yeah, he was fun. What's weird to me is that... Cornelius Fudge was there. He had an office. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, red flag about your prime or about your minister of magic. If where he does his work is at a dive bar. Yeah, a dive bar. Like You're a shady inn. And it just seems, it seemed like in the book that he was more out of place there. Like Fudge, the fact that Fudge was there was like weird. Yeah. that he. And sh- then in the movie, it's either. like, that's his place of work yeah they just like, made it seem like he just exists there all the time is that his like out of office office and also no one's raising any eyebrows about like some sort of sex scandal or something why are you hanging out at the leaky cauldron yeah it's been know. said in the books that it's kind of a seedy crowd like yeah so harry stays there we really don't see him going around i he doesn't explore Diagon Alley. he doesn't see a firebolt at any point yeah and it's like i think a lot of people maybe don't care I love ex- exploration exposition. I oh, want to see I want to see the wizarding world. Knowing about Diagon Alley from previous books and the movies, to me the Diagon Alley is just such a great character and the fact that we got none of it yeah. was a huge bummer. Like I wanted to see that ice cream shop he went yeah. to. I wanted to see the window full of the monster yeah. books. And like there, there was an interesting like like Harry just got his books and was just magically back in his room. Yeah, and I don't know. They didn't even show them going to the pet store to get. Yeah, they, they, she just had Crookshanks. Yeah, so it wasn't like a thought of like, oh, I'm gonna get a pet this time. It's like she had gotten the pet, and also there was no interaction with the pet store owner going like, "That's a pretty old rat. Like, eh, you might want to get any rat." Yeah. 
Which was, which I think was an important detail that was missed. Nice little foreshadowing. And then also, there isn't a scene where Harry overhears the Weasleys talking about Black. Yeah, no. Mr. Weasley just outright tells him. Yeah, he just tells him, which he doesn't really go into how he's putting his job at risk too much either. No. I feel like that it's just keep it to yourself. Oh, and Malfoy at no point shows up during any of this part. Oh, yeah. Or no, the train ride is where I think he shows up. Oh, yeah, he doesn't show up. He probably was in Diagon Alley. When Harry was passing out. They don't even show him pass out. Which, yeah, they, they didn't show him pass out. Um, Malfoy makes fun of him on the train, which didn't happen. Oh, and then when they got the Hogwarts, there was a choir? Oh, yeah, at the in the Great Hall <laughs> for, yeah, the, like, big welcome back dinner where they do the sorting hat. There was just a choir of kids. Like, whose idea was that? Who is the executive that's like, we need to make it more, like, haunty? Let's yeah, get a choir. Let's get a choir. Like, a haunted prep school. I mean, that's how basically what Hogwarts is. If you had a kid going to this elite prep school. And For wizards. And they're taking choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want you to learn how to make humans disappear. Yeah. Okay, we, we don't, don't want you, you fucking singing. Yeah. Like, fuck off. You're a, you're a, uh, alto, super, you know, I don't know what that's. You're a mezzo soprano. Mezzo soprano. And also shut the fuck up and do some magic. Also, yeah. Make, make your dad disappear. I hate him. Yeah. Oh, so what did you think of Lupin? So we meet him on the train. First of all, casting of Lupin. What a daddy. What a daddy. Nailed it. That is exactly what I pictured him to be. Um, and I, I, I love Lupin. Oh, Lupin! Like one I will, of my I will characters. say now. It used to be Dumbledore was my favorite character. Lupin is officially my favorite character in all of Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, I guess I got a soft spot for him because he also always carries chocolate. So yeah. That's By the way, I love that he's like, here, take this, as if he's like giving him something that they've never taken before. And it's chocolate. Like I, I carry around activated charcoal, and when I give people activated charcoal for their bad stomach, they're like, like, they're like, they're like, they're like, what is this? I'm like, just trust me, take it. And that's how Lupin carries chocolate. Like, it's this mystical... With kids. Kind of yeah. shady, if you yeah. ask me. But a man with chocolate with kids. That is never a formula for not a pedophile. No. I mean, impressive, Lupin. Um, anywho. Uh, He's like, no, yeah, no, I really I enjoyed... The unsupervised train with the children. I... I and also, like, wow, how come there's a professor getting to the school like that? Anywho. And how do the other professors get to the school? Yeah. Do they ride their broom there? You can't apparate in or out of Hogwarts. Yeah. Which is appearing. And it you can't seem to flew be there flu. either. Do they all, oh, maybe they all just live in Hogsmeade? Maybe. Do they just live at the school? Where do they go? Do you ever run into McGonagall at the grocery Is there store? summer school? No. Why isn't there? I don't know. Hmm. J- questions for jk questions for jk um i uh but yeah lupin no question about it best character he's great i mean perfectly 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 casted and then i have to say uh we haven't gotten to it yet but i'll say it now the serious black casting d- nailed it oh yes yeah, gary old oldham oldman oldman oldham oldman whatever oldman. him fucking great nailed it those two together those two acting together what a team ah so good yes i really love them together i mean that definitely comes much further but what do we not see okay so we get oh we don't see trelawney making the predictions because we get to trelawney's guys oh we see the whole she does like he announces hagrid as the teacher of magical creatures yeah um he they announce lupin as the new professor 
Um, we so we see them go to the first class Trelawney um, for divination. Do the, like, Ooh, Death Omen. Yeah, but she doesn't do like all those predictions where like someone's gonna leave us soon. Neville, when you break that first class, yeah, which I love that in the book would have been cute. Yeah, and I thought it could have been an opportunity for like, just I mean I guess the side characters aren't super important, but it was like Lavender and Parvati were very into this teacher. It would have been cool to see the contrast of students who really liked the teacher. Yeah, just at least hearing. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen some of the you know quote bad students. Uh, having a good time in class too, you know, like being real people. Oh, bad students. No, uh, Parvati. Oh, I, I'm never mind. I was thinking of that they were Slytherins. They're no, not. Pansy Just kidding. Parkinson. But you know what? Speaking of Slytherins. Lupin's first class when they do the Boggart has mm-hmm. Slytherins in it. It's which just it's, it's just a which shouldn't have been that way. Yeah, book. yeah. So that's annoying, and you don't see oh, the and, Snape thing. And then also Snape doesn't pick on Neville during potions class. Yeah. So then and we, there isn't that thing where Snape is like uh, Malfoy, your arms hurt because um, his hurt his arm hadn't gotten hurt yet. It was weird. Well, no, because they go to care of magical creatures. He does get attacked. He does they get attacked. That, but at of. no point does. Harry ever have to, um, or not Harry, uh, Ron. Ron have to like cut things up Do for his work. So we never see that. Um, uh, I wonder what the director's cut of these things look like. Oh, and then the Boggart part. I mean, there was just a little difference, but I liked in the book how when Ron pictured the spider, the spider, all of its legs disappeared and was just like flopping a around. And this time it was on roller, roller skates, skates, which is funny. But yeah. And then in the book, Professor Lupin, when it goes in front of him, he sells this silver orb. I felt like it was unclear. Yeah. In the that movie, was... there were clouds. It was clearly the moon. Yeah. Like, there was no debate. Yeah, none. Um, and also that that hair, that hair it started to turn into a Dementor, and then yeah. Lupin jumped, jumped yeah. in front of it. Because, in the book, it never even became anything. Well, yeah, because his rationale in the book, which I don't think they ever questioned. Yeah. Like, I don't think Harry, I don't know if Harry had that conversation with him. Yeah was that I thought it would turn into Voldemort and everyone would be terrified. But it's like, you clearly see that it hasn't turned into Voldemort. Yeah. I don't know. Um, The Quidditch match, there was no Quidditch match that was ever postponed. Um, It was always they were playing... uh, No, I mean, well, they didn't... I guess they just... It was just always that they were playing Hufflepuff. It was always that they were playing Hufflepuff. It It was never that they were originally playing Slytherin, but because of Malfoy's arm... Yeah. um, They go really high in that game. Yeah, they go really high. Like... That was crazy. And then... Oh, and Hermione never fixed his glasses. That's one thing I wrote down that kind of bugged me. That's so funny. Because I like the fact that his glasses weren't... weren't like an issue in this. He just could see fine. Glasses. Yeah, no, it's... I thought in the book I pictured more in that game that the Dementors had come down. And Mm -hmm. this, it felt like... It felt like he flew up to where the Dementors were. Like, it felt like, oh, maybe they keep a distance in the outskirts and, he and just then harry going. just went too far but uh who knows and then did we ever see there was never a rape no there was no ravenclaw match so we didn't see malfoy and the other Slytherin never saw that up as dementors we didn't meet cho chang no. at all nope we also um the, the there, were, there were two visits to hogsmeade there was a first visit that Harry went on when, he, when we revealed he learns about the map where he overhears where he reveals the map and then hears about He's hidden in the, the, the restaurant. Oh, he sneaks in the restaurant because he has his invisibility. Yeah. Cloak. So, so in the book, anyone can sit in the restaurant. Yeah. He's sitting there and yeah. he hides because the teachers come in. But in the, in the movie, it's, it's a bar. It's 21 and up. And then on another visit to Hogsmeade, 
he does the invisibility cloak at the Shrieking Shack with Ron. It's just them at the Shrieking Shack and they run into Malfoy and he dumps mud on their head. But in the book, it's combined. It's just one visit where everything kind of transpires. Yeah. To save time, which I get. Um, So in that visit, he overhears about uh, who Sirius Black is. More details about Sirius Black. That he's his nephew. Like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Phone. She just started saying Sirius Black and her Siri came on. Um, also, him getting the map from the Weasleys. Yeah. Fred and George don't know about his invisibility cloak in the book. Yeah. And in the movie, they grab him while he's walking in his invisibility cloak and oh. drag him off around the corner. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So that's not important, but yeah. it's interesting that it's like, oh, what else do they know? Um, and then Hermione is there at the part when they get into a fight with Malfoy at the Shrieking Shack. Hermione wasn't there in the book. Um, That's true. I feel like we see a lot less of... And, and Malfoy never sees Harry in no. the Invisibility Club. Where in the book, that was the whole thing. He had to run back. Yeah. Snape questions him. Did Snape ever take the Marauder's Map? Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. And then... And then Lupin comes along and he's like, oh, it's just a joke map where but I better a joke thing, it. but I better take it. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, know, bro, I know. Um, and then in the movie, Scabbers just there's no like hubbub about, you know, there's Crookshanks and Scabbers. Th- yeah. It's just cro- all of a sudden Scabbers is just MIA. Yeah. And, and Crookshanks is to blame, yeah. according to Ron, um, which seems unfair. And then in the movie, Harry is the one who sees Peter Pettigrew on the map. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in the book, no one had seen him until Lupin saw him on the map and meets yeah. him in the... So Harry had already heard this name when he was hidden. Well, he was hearing the story of who yeah. Sirius Black was. Yeah. Uh, on the train, I think. Uh, not the, the night uh, bus, uh, I think, originally. Yeah, when he heard it. But, but originally, he didn't know who Peter Pettigrew was. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he finds out oh, about right. Peter Pettigrew, and then he sees him on the map, and he's like, Peter Pettigrew. He goes what? looking for him. Doesn't find him. Doesn't find him. Runs into Snape. That's oh, that's when the map get, got confiscated. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't because in the book he's coming back from Hogsmeade and gets caught sneaking back. And this one he's just straight up out in the hall in the middle of the night. And then we actually never even see them taking exams. The exams just never even happen. No. Um. And the part where in the book where Trelawney gets possessed by uh, the Dark Lord, um. That doesn't happen during exams because there's no exams. It happens when Just at the end something class. in class when Harry was returning uh, a ball. You know, he, he was returning the ball back to her. Oh, because it rolled away. Yeah, it rolled away That's and right. he brought it back and then he went in there and she does her whole Dark Lord takeover whole thing. Trance. What do you think of that yeah. casting, by the way? Uh, oh, great. I mean, Emma Thompson. R- ridiculously great. I was like, I should have played that. And then I saw who they cast and I was like, she should have played that. I mean... And she did. It was before your time. Um, oh, the kids never helped Hagrid with his trial. The trial wasn't... Like, in the book, I felt like the trial was more Such of, a like, a, a big thing. This was, like, a side mention. Yeah, it was just like, oh, BT Dubs. Beaky. It, Beaky's yeah. on the chopping in block. In the book, it was like yeah. that there was nothing they yeah. even tried to do. It was just, like, a bummer. Also, there wasn't as much tension in the movie between the three of them. Between Ron and Harry versus Hermione. Hermione, yeah. Like, they just all got along just fine well because i think they you take out the war with crookshanks yeah and then it's like what do you have left you and know also did ron get did ron's curtains get slashed no he doesn't ever even see sears black in the dorm oh by the way we see the dorms for the first time um is that the first time i feel like we never saw their living oh, areas the before yeah dorm. like where the boys are the, area. yeah yeah 
Um, um, but yeah, no, that never happens. He's never like crept up on. But um, and then instead of Hermione finding uh, Scabbers during when she's at Hagrid's house, Hagrid found Scabbers and returned Scabbers to Ron. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's what happened? Yeah, that's what I wrote down. They don't. Oh, and then they just. Oh. No, but how does Scabbers end up with them when they're leaving Hagrid's? I thought it was like. Oh, maybe he did, does he return it to him at the it, hut? It was a, yeah, we returned him at the hut. Oh. So there was no, like, broken milk thing. Oh, you know what else? To go back to Sirius not showing up in the thing, but the fat lady portrait did get slashed. And before that, at the beginning of the semester, we finally see, like, the fat lady. Mm-hmm. Have, we all, have we seen her before, but this was a new version? Like, she was a full, like, character. Character, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a whole personality. Which was great. I loved her. Oh, I loved that. And I felt like... In previous version, she'd been like more of just a painting. Yeah. Uh, it was more of just a stationary, like, even though it was a moving talking. picture, it was a stationary person talking. Yeah, she's just kind of flat. But this was like, a, she's like a whole thing. Um, anywho, so, and then Scabbers, or no, um, Crookshanks does, isn't like the secret to getting the Whomping Willow to stop. Harry yeah. and Hermione just have to kind of dodge their way into the Whomping Willow. Yeah, Crookshanks is gone. Yeah, like, Crookshanks is not helping at all. Um, no, they just have to dive in. And then everything transpires. It's pretty similar to the to the book. But um, when they get back... Wait, before you, they get back, when they're down in the Shrieking Shack and Snape comes in, mm-hmm. here's what's interesting. In the book, the reason for Snape getting knocked out was that all three of them did a disarming charm at the same time. Mm-hmm. Expelliarmus, but it came from three people, so it was just a lot of force. In this one, Harry just did Expelliarmus. And, and it, flew. it had a lot of oomph. And I don't know if it was... I feel like it was them trying to set Harry up as like the ultimate wizard. I guess so. I mean, that's really the only thing it could be. I, I mean, why else would they to just go? What a powerful wizard. Yeah. To, because it was all three of them in the book, but I don't know. I feel like the movie really wants to like glorify. They want to like, I guess the, I understand how a movie would be like, we really need to like give a reason why the movie's called Harry Potter. Yeah. And not just Harry Potter and his prisoner friends. of Azkaban yeah. or whatever. Um, uh Buckbeak when they're in the so they get back they're heading back to the castle Lupin turns into a werewolf um and then there's a fight between him and Sirius as a dog and then uh, ultimately Buckbeak saves them from the werewolf he does Buckbeak swoops in yeah at some point no okay so because there's all this time travel shit this didn't happen in the book the future Hermione starts howling from the woods, which confuses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We don't realize that till later. Till later. So then and they then d- Buckbeak saves the future it. Hermione. Yeah, Buckbeak saves future Hermione. But what's Forgot interesting to is that. in the book, they sort of made it seem like a werewolf just wouldn't fuck with animals. And yeah. I don't know why that was her choice because yeah. I don't know why someone would think an er- a werewolf wouldn't fuck with animals. But they made it pretty clear that like, oh, oh, animals are fine. Yeah. Um, that, that's why James, and that's why they, they were turned into big animals so that they, they could, could all be together. They could also keep him in check if he did go after a human, but yeah. like in this, he was, nobody was safe from him. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, there's also the part where Harry does the Patronus to save past him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And Hermione's with him in the movie. Oh, Oh, she's right next to him? Yeah, she's right next to him in it. Oh, yeah. In the book, it seemed like he went off and did his own yeah, thing. Yeah, he didn't leave her. That They didn't go back but to Hagrid's cabin I don't know in if, the movie. Oh, yeah, because they go back to Hag- Hagrid's, they go back cabin, to Hagrid's to cabin, cabin in the, the book. Yeah. in the book. Because I was going to say, I don't know if she was definitely not with him in the book or I just pictured it without her there. Yeah. Like, was it written that she stayed back or was she there the whole time and I just was, like, picturing him She out was written way. in the book. She was back in the cabin. Mm-hmm. And that Patronus. And then Harry does the Patronus. And then in the book, he comes back to Her- to Hermione and he's like, you're not going to believe what just happened. It was me. It was me. I'm the, it wasn't my dad. I'm the one who did the Patronus. Let um, me ask you, reading what a Patronus was and then seeing this, was it anything like... Yeah, it's kind of what I pictured. Okay. They did a good curious. job with that, I thought. What about the werewolf? Is that what he pictured? No, I he was... He was really skinny. He was alien looking. He was yeah. like an alien looking werewolf. I was expecting furrier... You know, I wonder if they more went, teen wolf. I wonder if their logic was, you know, people expect this. Let's give them something else to be like, no, this is a real werewolf. Yeah. Or what the logic was. Yeah. In the, in the movie, Hermione also knew what he was based on the homework that Snape had given them when he took over the class. Oh, um, and. Oh, by the way, there was no Snape flipping out when they were. Oh, he didn't have his big moment. He didn't have his big flip out moment. Yeah. Wait, when they were in the hall or when they were... When they were... Um, oh, when he was, like, catching... Wait, wait. When... Uh, when when uh, they realized that Black was gone. Oh, yeah. They didn't show a big... Oh, yeah, I guess not. Snape, because in the book, Snape was like, Mary Potter! Mary did this! Burr, 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 burr. What did you think of Peter Pettigrew? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my type. He was um, so creepy. And he, he got away. Yeah. Oh, the fact that he got away. Um, I can't remember what was said in the movie, what uh, um, Dumbledore said. Because in the book, Dumbledore was like, well, no, it's good. You know, like you saved his ass. Did he say that in the movie? I don't remember if he did. Like he owes, he'll owe you. Which I thought was an important point. That yeah. like, yes, he may go to. the Oh, by the way, side. Harry never gets a firebolt in the middle of the in the middle of the book. He got a firebolt. Yeah, the, it comes at the end, right? Yeah, they. But and this comes like at the end. This just shows up. Yeah, it shows up, and it's automatically from his godfather. And there's also no little little bird. Um, no, Ron is, never gets a little owl. Where's Pudwidgeon or Pidgewid? Pidgewidge. Pidgewidgeon. Pudwick, can somebody tell us? And there's also this? no house cup. There's oh, no, yeah, that. they don't do a big wrap up, which maybe they thought that's too corny. We don't need like, yes, it happened. But like that happens every year. Who cares? But it's like, yeah, I care. Did they show everybody taking all their exams? No. But why would they? They um, all passed. They, they don't- did show. They did show Hermione hitting. Um. Malfoy, I love that. Which was great. She punched him right in the face. Oh, and Hermione never gave back the time machine Yeah, she didn't ever say she was quitting her classes either. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. There wasn't that big of a to-do about how stressed she was. They didn't even make it a thing. Not at all. Which it's like, I guess I see like you cutting that for, oh, we got to cut stuff for time or budget or whatever. But it's like, yeah, there's a really big difference in the plot line now yeah. for someone who's only watching the movies. They go, I'm thinking as if I'm just watching the movies, I'm yeah. going, 
oh, that time turner is going to come back. Yeah, that's going to be back. But in the book, she gives it back. And also, you don't get the uh, the the push and pull of the relationship between her and the boys. Yeah. Like, in the movie, they're just fine. They're just enmeshed with each other, and there's never any tension at all. But in the book, it's like, I always feel like there's this degree of tension between them, like... It's always Ron being just supremely like annoyed and irked with Hermione, the way Hermione yeah. is. And Hermione seems so much more uptight in the books. Like so much. Yeah. Just like they really no made, fucking cool. Did they was that a direct director's choice? Was it just how the actress was and it doesn't come across or the writing or the it's hard to tell. And also, I, I just feel like, you know, they're a classic group of three friends where at that age, there's always moments of two against one or one feeling like mm-hmm. they're out. I mean, a group of three is always awkward. Someone always feels like they're left out. Yeah. But yeah, in the book, in the movie, it's kind of like the, you know, three amigos and that's that. You know what I'm hoping to see? I'm hoping because I feel like we always see what life is like for Harry and Ron not around Hermione. I wonder what life is like for Hermione not around Ron and Harry. Like Hermione at her boring muggle parents' house? No, but like Hermione just in her dorm. Oh, like yeah. Like who the hell's Hermione hanging out with in her dorm? Yeah, I mean, who are the girls her age? Parvati Patil. Like, is, oh, is Hermione one of those girls Lavender that Brown. like, I'm a guy's girl? Maybe, or maybe those are just the only two people who would be friends with her because she's so uptight. Oh, she's such an insufferable cunt. Truly. But um, we will see more of at least one of those characters uh, later on in this series that one of the Gryffindor girls and um, I'm so excited. I don't know if this is. I don't think this is spoiling anything. The character I'm talking about was recast. Three times. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's only she only shows up, I think, in the first movie and in the background of the third one. And it's a different girl. Mm-hmm. And then when she actually starts having a plot, they recast her. Um, and I think it's important. Oh, and in this one, they recast Dumbledore because I guess Dumbledore had died. Dumbledore died. So <laughs> what are you going to do? It's hard. I mean, that long of a series with that old of a character, it's bound yeah. to happen. Yeah. It's amazing. It didn't happen more. Does anyone else die in all of it? Like actors? Yeah. Like, do they have to recast because an actor died at any point? Um, no, they just recast Lavender Brown because they decided, oh, she's featured. Let's not have a person of color. Oh. They read that she's black in the first two movies she shows up in. Mm-hmm. And then she gets recast as a white she girl. She gets recast as a white girl. Well, I'm wondering if Cho Chang will ever make a cameo. Don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. But that's one thing. Like the fact that Harry didn't get to have a love interest. Yeah. Give me the love interest. And you can see something going, starting to spark between Ron and Hermione. Yeah. You almost see, it almost seems like there's something going on there yeah. or like, but I don't know. There's moments where I go, where I, th- I look at the movie and I go, or is there something sparking between Hermione and Harry? Do they just have a good, like loving friendship? I'm calling it now. I bet Hermione and Harry end up being related. Related? They're related somehow. Like as family? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you are so good at pretending like the things I say are irrelevant. What? I wonder if movie directing, like looking at this, it's third year, they're 13. If they left out the Cho Chang, you know, you know, him having a crush on her stuff. I mean, leaving her out in general, but like if they were like, maybe this is too young to bring. Yeah, in. probably. Um, interesting. 
All right. Well, anyhow. Well, that was fun, you guys. Goblet of Fire better. is up next. Yeah, and as um, always, the book is better. Yeah, we are going to do read-alongs of the last chapters, but uh, mostly just going to do individual reading, and then we will do the episodes. And We we have high teas. We have other bonus content coming at you. We got to do Nicole's Patronus test at some point. So if you want to be part of the bonus content, we could really use your support. We would love to have it. We would love to have you be part of all our, our exciting... I don't know, things we're doing over yeah. there. So patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. And, uh, and if not, you know, just keep listening to this and, you know, leave us a review if you get a second. All right, you guys. Ta-ta. Ta-ta, ta-ta.